Hello, and welcome to The Link Podcast, the industry's link to learn, innovate, news, and knowledge in global supply chain intelligence, hosted by food logistics and supply and demand chain executive. We cover everything from transportation and warehousing trends and new technologies to food safety and sustainability impacting today's supply chains. My name is Brielle Jekyll, the managing editor here, and I'm digging into procurement technologies and trends today with the global director of Amazon Business Worldwide. We talk about how tech is making sourcing and procurement procurement more sustainable and how to avoid the bullwhip effect as demand and shortages continue to go up and down. So let's link into that conversation now. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am here with Todd Hymas, who is the Global Director of Amazon Business Worldwide. Hi, Todd. Thank you so much for coming on with me today. Hi, Brielle. Thank you. Appreciate the time. Yeah, I'm excited. We're talking about a really important topic today. We're going to talk about some trends happening in procurement, which has become a very important topic as uh, we're seeing quite a bit of shortages happening around the world and even more and more disruptions are happening across the world that can kind of put a damper on procurement. So I think it's really important that we discuss this today. Definitely. Lots of, uh, lots of changes out there. So uh, these are important topics. So do you want to give us a little rundown of some current trends in sourcing and procurement today? Yeah, sure. You know, we've seen at Amazon Business, we've seen really three core trends that we've been tracking for the past number of years. The first one is really this movement towards digitalization of the procurement function. And, and when I say digitalization, we're talking about things like supplier management, uh, the discovery of new products that users at different businesses will, will want to purchase. Um, and then also really the digitalization of the invoicing and reconciliation. So we see this movement towards digitalization of the procurement function to be really uh, a major trend that we've been tracking and, and working with our customers to, to help them on this journey for years. The second trend that we see and that, that we've really been focused on at Amazon Business is this desire to have an improved user experience. And what I mean by that is really users want to have a very similar website experience that they experience in their consumer life uh, when they're purchasing for work. So at Amazon Business, we've really focused on bringing that great user experience that we've spent the last 20 plus years working on for consumers, bring that to the, to the work life so that a user can use things like uh, reviews, uh, customer ratings, and personalization features when they're shopping for work. And then the third trend that we see in that, I think we should probably spend some time on today, is this movement towards responsible procurement. Responsible procurement really includes uh, the desire to make the procurement function more sustainable and also to buy from diverse suppliers. And then finally, uh, for many of, of our customers, we see a desire to buy from more local suppliers. 
So these are the three trends that that I think we've seen uh, really over the past number of years and that we focused on at Amazon Business. I, I love your this, the second point you brought up because I do find that a lot of people in the supply chain world and I, in business in general want that experience that you're used to on the consumer side of things. You know, in your per- personal life, you want you're able to get things at very fast speeds, you know, the interfaces of the apps and the websites are are great. So you want that in your professional life as well. And, and we're seeing a big shift towards that. And it's really exciting to see it actually happen. That's right. That's right. We give examples when we talk to customers of, you know, a, an individual can go on to, uh, Amazon and buy something in their personal lives and understand how fast it's going to arrive to them. They can see the movement really of that product from, you know, the time they've placed the order, they get shipping updates, and they know when that item is going to arrive at their doorstep. And by the way, it it happens very, very quickly. Uh, You know, on the other hand, often in the business world, Uh, You are going to go through a number of steps, many of them manual, in order to order something. And we we think that bringing that consumer-like experience, that really user-friendly and user-focused experience is is really important and a a value add that Amazon Business brings to our customers. So speaking of that experience and that consumer or, you know, versus business um, interface, what are some technologies uh, of the future in sourcing and, and procurement? Yeah, for us, I mentioned before this movement towards digitalization. And, you know, when you think about digitalization of the procurement function, of course, there's things like e-invoicing. So making sure that after the purchase is made, uh, that uh, invoice is electronically sent in the right format and ingested and can be reconciled uh, by the procurement team. So there's a ton of, of let's say, um, you know, back office mechanics that, that need to be put in place so that the procurement team can focus on more strategic activities uh, negotiating with large suppliers, uh, you know, building those relationships with those large suppliers that that we know that procurement teams should be focused on, and let uh, their individual users um, buy, uh, you know, items in a very automated and uh, you know self service way. Now, when you think about when you think about what technologies can help those users when they're on the website to to discover and buy items we really are are looking at the increased use of machine learning and ai to help users find the products that they're looking for so just to give you an example you know amazon business has in the us and in each of our different marketplaces there's a different number but in the us we have over a billion items for sale to our users. And we use machine learning to help identify those items that are gonna be most relevant to those users. So for example, uh, 
the administrator at one of our customers may choose to use our guided buying feature and say, we only want products in this category to be sustainable. So they, they will use, we will use then our climate pledge friendly uh, catalog attribute to surface those items to the, to the user when they're on the website uh, searching for different products. And our machine learning algorithm will be going through that billions of items to try to identify those sustainable products to surface those to the user when they're shopping. So uh, machine learning, definitely something that we've focused on. And then uh, just speed of delivery uh, for our users. So when we talk about um, you know, having the same the same delivery speed that we have uh, for our consumer business, we make that available to our business customers, which can be uh, a huge improvement from what they're used to in the past. So with machine learning and stuff like that, I'm assuming that this is going to be part of my next question. Um, but, you know, with all the, the shortages and the steep changes in demand happening, how do you think companies should avoid the bullwhip effect? Well, you know, it is true that, you know, all companies, uh, including Amazon, have experienced, you know, across all industries have experienced this impact of supply chain issues over these past number of years. And uh, what we have have really leaned into is the ability to provide data. So if we can provide more data to our customers which then can allow them to be more agile in their purchasing. So what we've seen is that the indirect procurement function, which is what Amazon business is really focused on, can benefit from using our analytics packages and using that data to understand what are their users trying to buy and what do they have, what do they need to procure in advance so that it's available for their users when they need it at the right time? The other place that we've really seen, uh, you know, an impact from all these supply chain issues and something that we think we can bring uh, to our customers is our third-party seller customers, right? So uh, over 50% of Amazon business sales come from third-party sellers. And so it's a considerable opportunity for sellers to get onto Amazon business. And, and what they discover is, a, is millions of Amazon business customers uh, looking for products that they have for sale. So we see that as an opportunity for sellers to benefit from this increased demand that they can find on Amazon business. And another important topic or, or theme here is sustainability. I mean, procurement and sourcing, things like that is, is a major factor when it comes to sustainability. How does that really um, come into play here? Well, no question. As I mentioned earlier, um, you know, making the procurement function more responsible 
is uh, is something that we've seen repeatedly over the the, the past number of years. And in our B2B e-commerce in evolution report, it was really one of the key findings was that social initiatives such as improving sustainability or buying local or buying diverse was really one of the top uh, findings that we found that we had in that report. In fact, the, the top three procurement priorities for organizations was A, sustainability, the second thing was buying local at 46% of the responders that we had wanted to buy local from within their community. And then diversity, you know, up to 40% of respondents wanted to have their uh, supplier base be more diverse. So what, what Amazon business allows our customers to do is to set policies to bring these uh, responsible procurement initiatives into the Amazon business experience. So we have a feature called guided buying. And what guided buying does is it allows the administrator to set purchasing rules. So they might say, when, when users are purchasing in this category, I want them to buy local. And then we will enable that local restriction to be applied to that category. They may say that for this other category I want to buy, I want to make sure that my users are buying sustainable products. And then we can surface only those products that have the Amazon Climate Pledge friendly tag associated with them. So um, we see this growing and growing and growing across all of our customers. And that that really includes small business owners, of which we have millions of small business owners shopping on Amazon business every day, uh, to the largest corporate customers that we have, and then also public sector and nonprofit customers. So we see this, we really see this movement towards uh, having the benefit of a large marketplace with, you know, like I said earlier, billions of items for sale, a billion items for sale, uh, and then marrying that with this ability to buy sustainable, diverse, or local products. It's really, it's a great solution that what we're hearing from our customers is this allows them to really have the best of both worlds, massive selection, but also responsible procurement. So it's almost like when you are are searching on the consumer Amazon marketplace and you're using all those filters, but it's like a deeper level than that. Correct. So that's right. So these filters that you mentioned, those are still available to our Amazon business customers, right? So um, to give you an example, you could be searching for, say, monitors and you can you'll see there the the different filters for brand for price for um, star ratings these filters still exist for amazon business customers however we have a deeper layer of filters that can be controlled by the administrator of the account and again that's called guided buying and that will that will filter out products uh, based on, as I said, sustainability, diverse supplier certifications, or potentially um, local uh, geographically restrictions. Do you see this type of 
this level of visibility and, you know, choices becoming ubiquitous throughout the, the entire procurement industry? We do. We see, uh, again, you know, we, we, we recognize that the procurement function at a larger organization, um, there already is a, is a dedicated procurement team at many of our customers that are focused on um, those top suppliers, right? Whether or not that's, um, you know, maybe a negotiated uh, account for office supplies. We recognize that that type of procurement function exists today and will continue to exist. And and really, we want Amazon Business to enable those procurement teams, like I said earlier, to focus on the most strategic work that they do. At the same time, we think that, and we see this every day, that customers will want their users outside of the procurement team to be able to be more self-sufficient. They'll want them to be able to go and buy the things they need for their uh, day-to-day activities in a self-service and scalable way. But they'll want to impart the rules that they have as, a, as an organization and help those users buy responsibly. So we see this, we see this movement towards using these types of uh, filters and policies to uh, across customers and industries uh, broadly. Well, that's all the time I have for today. Thank you so much for coming on and, and giving us a little inside look at Amazon business and procurement. Great. Thank you. I really appreciate it, Brielle. And we'll certainly be on the lookout for those trends coming in the future and to see how, you know, visibility and, and, and sustainability comes into play. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and tune in every Tuesday for our episodes of Link by a food logistics and supply and demand chain executive. If you like what you hear, be sure to give us a thumbs up or a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Jacob Riel for more of what's happening in the supply chain. And do not forget to hit subscribe on the Spotify, Apple, and Google playlist apps so you never miss an episode.